God bless you all. We are just delighted to be here with you. This is Terry Mize Ministries podcast, and uh, we are doing video as well. You can find us over on YouTube at Terry Mize Ministries, and then anywhere there's podcasts being played, you can hear the audio. And we are thrilled to be able to do this. You know that this isn't about fame and fortune. This is about helping you get the word of God into people's lives that we know helped us and helped you survive oh, over 52 years of ministry. Thank God. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, we have survived our own lives and preached the gospel, and we are so grateful for that. And we found truths right off these pages that got down on the inside of you and helped us preach the gospel around the world. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, it's absolutely powerful. Thank God the Word works. You know, we're making a book out of of, uh, Pulling Down Strongholds. This is an old, old, old series. It's in my legacy series. Uh, I was 50... 40 years younger when I preached this, so my yeah. voice is uh, uh, higher or lower, one or the other. <laughs> but uh, we're putting, uh, we've put this into a book, and it'll be out here shortly. Uh, we're working on it to get it to you, and it'll help you, and it'll bless you. And uh, that's one of those series. You know, I, I, you know, I'm a little bit different, I guess, than a lot of preachers. A lot of preachers think that every every sermon they preach ought to be in a book or ought to be in a tape. Think right. that's great, but I, I've just always prayed about the ones that I think ought to be, or that God thinks ought to be made to the public. I preach lots of sermons. I mean, I preach lots of sermons. Right. But every now and then, you know, we preach one. So, you know, that's that really would preach to not just that local church I'm at. No, right. Sometimes you're just preaching to the local church. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and, lots and some of things about what's going on in their church. Right. Uh, but then other things is, uh, you know, uh, the Holy Ghost wants to get out everywhere. To everybody. It's kind of yeah. like in Third John. You know, we saw in Third right. John one, yes, one of our exactly. podcasts. And, and John actually took pen in hand. Uh, to write to the local church. He, right. I, mean, I mean, he had uh, something he was going to say to the local church, uh, and it's 14 verses long. Right. And uh, so he was going to talk about a bad guy named Diotrephes, and then he's going to talk about a good guy named Demetrius, but then the Holy Ghost got on him. Right. And so he wrote from verse 1 to verse 8, he wrote something that the Holy Ghost thought oh, should, should apply to all of us down through the yes, centuries. Yes, helps everybody. And uh, verse 1 through 8 is just powerful. Super uh, powerful. For everybody. For everybody. And then verse 9 through 14, he's talking about the local church the that local he's dealing church. with yeah. and some problems in the church he's dealing with. And he says, now this bad guy named Diotrephes, when I when I get there, I'll deal with him. And I bet he did too. Uh, but uh, but it was yeah, one of those so. things where, where he, he intended to write to the church, mm-hmm. but then the Holy Ghost had something for the church universal. Well, and that's uh, what pulling down strongholds. What, yeah. So a lot of times I'm in a church and I'll just preach something to that local church, but then other times uh, it needs to spread out to the body of Christ. And this really should have been a book a long, a long time, ago. time ago. I've got ago. a lot of friends and partners that yes. used to beg me, say, Terry, please put that in a book uh, because it helped them so much. And, and so, uh, and it'll help you. That's what we're trying to do, you know, is give you things that we have literally uh, lived by. Like Terry said, there's nothing in our products that we have out and online or anywhere that is theory. It's all tried and proven lifestyles that we know will work because we learned it off the pages of this book. And it has been a rescue mission by the Holy Ghost to rescue our lives and to take us and our families into a place of blessing and influence that will help thousands and millions of people around the world. And that's what he wants to do for everybody. So that's why pulling down strongholds uh, really is is a focus that we wanted to get out to you right now. Yes. 
you know, and begin to talk to the people. Now, the program we just did uh, prior to this one, we dealt heavily with imaginations. Yes. And so, actually, with thoughts, with thoughts and imaginations, <clears throat> and so let, go ahead. Well, and, the Apostle Paul, the way he writes it in Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four and five, he he actually is giving you three things, right? Uh, and, and he gives it in the opposite order than what we talked about right. it, because in the in the Greek, when they wrote stuff, they would do things in in reverse, right? And so Paul said in Second Corinthians ten four and five, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So right. strongholds, that's one category. Casting down imaginations so that and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's the second thing is imaginations. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's the third thing. Thought. Right. So, so he deals with it from from. Stronghold, Stronghold, imagination, yes, thoughts. Exactly. When really in your life it doesn't happen that way. No, it that's happens right. the other way. It happens the it other way. It goes thoughts, yes. imaginations, and strongholds. Yes, it does. So what Paul's saying is that when you have a thought uh, and it's not right, it's a it's a bad thought. Well, that's not a that's not a sin or a, a, a problem. Sure. Or, or, and you know, people come to me for years and say, "Brother Terry, I have these bad thoughts." Well, so does everybody else. It's what you do with them <laughs> yeah, that right. makes a difference. And Paul said, "What you do with them is you." Uh, uh, you bring them into captivity right. and into the obedience of Jesus Christ. And I said right. the original language uh, tells us arrested as a dangerous criminal. That's right. So when you have a thought that's not right, a thought that's not pure, a thought that's against the Word of God, a thought that's, uh, you know, you shouldn't be having, then you are you arrested. You just say, I arrest that thought in the name of Jesus. I bring right. that thought into the captivity and obedience just of Jesus Christ. Just be proactive. You don't not, I do not do think that way. I'm not going to do it. That's not me. But, I'm not thinking that. But if you don't do that, if you mess around with right. it, and you think about it, and you go to dinner, and you yeah. think about it, and you go sitting watching TV, you're thinking about it, and you go to bed, you're thinking about it, right. then it becomes a thought, what I call a thought out of control. Right. And when it that sure thought does. gets out of control, then it becomes a an imagination. An imagination. And so Paul said, now look, if it gets to the imagination stage, that's right. then you need to cast it down. Right. Because it's now become... Uh, something that's exalted itself, right. that imagination is exalting itself against Gats. the very Word of God. Mm. The way he says it in, in Corinthians, he says, cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge, the knowledge of, of God. God. So now you've Which played with, the this, word, so you've played with this, this thought, and now it's become an imagination. So now you lay in bed and you see yourself doing it. Right. You see yourself walking that out. <laughs> I and, always and, said and it becomes it, living color with Dolby sound <laughs> oh, once yeah. it gets in that stage. And, uh, and so it's now an imagination, and it's not just an imagination, right. but it's also exalting itself, right. lifting itself up. Over the Word of God, exalting exactly. itself above uh, 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 the the very knowledge of God, the very Word mm. of God. So, in other That's words, you're true. saying, "Well, I know very the Word true. says this, but I know yeah. the Word says that, but yeah. I know the Word says I'm prosperous, but I'm broke. I know the Word says I'm healed, but I'm sick. I know the Word says, you know, right. it it, it, it begins to contrast and contradict the Word of right. God. Well, it starts contending for the uh, ex for the position that it wants. It starts fighting exactly. you for that position, and it wants to well, appeal right now you've to got, the. You've got the word is the high thing, right? But it wants to be the high thing. It wants just like we said the just other like day, Satan. Just, just like the devil did. He said, "I'm going to exalt my throne above the throne of God." The same thing to Eve. But you have to realize that the enemy uh, is going to try to have a conversation with you, just like he did with Eve. Exactly. And the, and the, your conversational response has to. 
always be, yes, but the Word of God says, and then you get the lust of the eyes and lust of flesh under control. Jesus said, it is written. Right. That's it. Satan came to him with those same, those three temptations. Yes. And every time Jesus said, it is is written, written. because he was anchored to something. What an example. I've got a a series called Faith Anchor. Right. And you've got to be anchored to something. Right. You can't just say, uh, okay, God, I'm leaving for America. And God said, yeah, but for what? (laughs) What are you standing on? What do you believe? Oh, just because I'm a nice guy. That's why you need to study and learn your Bible. No, no, you need to be, you need to be anchored to something. There needs to be something you you can present to the Lord and say, here's the scripture that I'm anchored to. Here's the, here's the, Here's the post right. that I'm standing to uh, uh, attached to That's right. that I'm not going to move. And so, uh, uh, so Paul says, now you you've, you should have arrested this thing when it was a thought, right? But now it's become an imagination. An imagination. So he says, now that Whoa. it's an imagination, you need to. And you cast got a that bigger thing. battle. He says, you need to cast that thing right. down. Right. It would have been easier to arrest the thought. Now you got to cast down <laughs> the imagination. Now it's got friends. But then, if you let that go and let right. that imagination. Get out of control. Right. You just absolutely, like I said, see yourself doing it. See yourself following through right. with the imagination. See how it applies to you. And that's oh, what exactly. meditation is in the Bible. You, yes. t- you take a scripture <laughs> and begin to see how does that scripture apply to me? What does that look like? If I'm, if I'm meditating on I'm healed Whoa. by the stripes of Jesus, what what does that look like? How What would I do if I were healed? What does a healed man do? Yes, you know, and you start you start applying it to you. Well, that's yeah. what you do with these imaginations. If you don't right. watch out, they get out of control, and you apply them to you. Of how would how does that look? How would I walk that out? Yeah. Uh, you know, I saw that lady at the you know at the water cooler. How would I go back and strike a conversation up with her? And how right. can I? How can I? And you start you start imagining, imagining. And Paul said, you better you better cast that down. Yeah. Because if you don't, then it becomes a stronghold in your life. Right. And believe us, I mean, you know, you've seen it in your own life, too. Then when you begin to entertain that, then the lust of your own flesh, because James chapter 1 says that everybody's drawn away of their own lust. So it's the lust of your flesh, the lust of your eyes, the pride of your life. It'll tell you you deserve that. Oh, sure. You know, you should do that. Sure, sure, You know, after all you've done, you ought to deserve that, you know, and that's when you boy you better shut down those conversations real fast because then when it becomes a stronghold right now paul says now you're going to have to pull that thing down down it was a thought then it down, you could down, have arrested down. it it was an imagination you right. could have cast it down that'd have been easier. now it's a stronghold you're going to have to get up there and pull that thing down <laughs> that's right and uh, and i said uh, in our last session when we started this that christians get nervous sometimes when you talk about the mind that's true, And so we Terry. talked about us being spirit, soul, and body, that That's we are true. we are a spirit. We have a soul, which is your mind, your emotions, and your will, or your right. reasoning. And then we uh, live in a body. Right. And so uh, Christians get kind of nervous when you talk about the mm-hmm. mind. They start, mm-hmm. they are meditation because right. they say, oh, that's mind control. And that's this. No, no, no. There's a lot of scriptures in the Bible <laughs> about, your mind. about your mind. God and gave you a mind. So. Let me just read you a couple of them real quick before yes, we run out please. of time. Uh, last time I was going to do that and we ran out of time. But uh, uh, Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of, of your, your mind, mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and and perfect, perfect will, of, will God. of God. So, so God wants us to use our mind. He, right. he wants us to get our mind involved in this thing. And, and He tells us to don't be conformed to the world. Don't act like everybody else does. Right. Don't do it that way just because the first church of the frozen right. chosen does it, or just because Grandma mm. said do it that way. You want <laughs> right. to? He says you renew your mind. 
and so that's you're our thinking responsibility. Like God. Well, you're looking at the we scripture have to do that. and that's thinking like job. that. And he said, you renew your mind that you may prove what, what is, is that, that good and acceptable and perfect will Thank of God. You, so Lord. in Philippians 2, 5, he says, let this mind yes. be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, now that's not one of these things, God, please let me have the mind of Christ. No, yeah. he's telling us you let it be there. Right. That's a job for us. Right. He says, you let this mind be in you right. that's also in Christ Jesus. So that's, that's a job that, that we have to do. Well, and that's by association to the Word of God. We start trading our thoughts sure. for the thoughts that are on these pages, and we take out that thought that is not fruitful, yeah. and then we put one of these thoughts from these scriptures in our in the place where it was. Exactly. First Corinthians two sixteen. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we, we have, have the mind of Christ. What a promise. You know, I what pray that scripture, Renee, on so many things that I, that I do and have done all my life. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm a pilot. Yes. And, and every time I've ever, ever got in to fly a plane, mm. I've always said, now, Lord, uh, I, I have the wisdom of God yes. in the mind of Christ the mind of in Christ. aviation. In fact, every time yeah. I get on a plane where somebody else is flying, right. and we go get on American Airlines or something, I, I pray right. for those pilots. And Father, I yes, pray you do. for this, these Every pilots that they have the mind on. of Christ and wisdom of God in aviation. Yes. That they're not going to yes. fly out of their own mind. They're going to fly That's out of right. the wisdom of a God. They're going to fly with honor. They're going to fly with God. integrity. Yes. And they're going to get this job done. That's and we're going right. to pass over safely where we're going. That's and besides that, the angels have charged over us to keep us in all of our way and lift us up lest we dash our foot against a stone. That's so we're right. always anchored to Scripture. Amen. Everything we do is anchored. We're anchored. We tell the <laughs> Lord in, in heaven and we tell yes. the devil in hell, look, right. here's what we're standing on. Yes. We're not we're not believing this just because we're nice folks. We're this is what God <laughs> said. This was no. God's idea. Oh my. And so he said, you let this mind supernatural word let of God. this mind. You let it. You yes. let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 2.16, for, uh, for who has known the mind of the Lord, he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. I know I repeated that, but it's worth repeating. But it is re worth repeating. First, Why don't you say it out loud wherever you are right now? Just say, I have the I mind. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind I of have Christ. The, yeah, you say it about 15 head, times. I have the mind yes. of Christ. All the days of my long, blessed life, I yes. will have the mind of Christ. Amen. <laughs> That's what my mother says. <laughs> And First uh, Corinthians one ten. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same the thing, same thing, and that there be no divisions among you. That's right. But that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind. Well, you all be joined together, together. perfectly joined together That's in the right. same mind. We think alike. And in the same judgment. We think like God. So these are powerful scriptures. They are tremendous. And there's lots and lots and I lots of them. I just love hearing the word of God read out loud. <laughs> it's marvelous. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. There's nothing wrong with praying over your mind. Nothing yes. wrong with having a good mind. Yes. Uh, God gave you a mind. He wants right. you to operate in that in that wisdom and knowledge and yes, understanding in yes, the mind does. that He uh, that He gave you. Second Corinthians thirteen eleven. Finally, brethren, farewell. He's leaving. <laughs> Finally, brethren, farewell. farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be mature. Be of one mind. mind. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. He says, "Live in one mind. Be one mind. One mind. Be of My one mind." Goodness. 
Second Thessalonians. What an admonition. <laughs> Second Thessalonians two two that ye be not soon shaken in mind. He oh, didn't Terry, want your that's mind so shaken. good. That ye be not, not soon, soon shaken, shaken in mind, mm. or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter, as from us, letters from us. Wow. As that day of the of the Christ is at hand. Ephesians four twenty three. Wow. And be renewed in the spirit, spirit of, of your, your mind. mind. Aren't these good scriptures? You know, that's, that scripture right there, be renewed in the spirit of your mind, I think the Amplified Those says, New Testament. Be, const <laughs> be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. I think the Amplified says, with fresh uh, mental and spiritual attitude. The Word of God, like we're talking about on the negative side, right. the Word of God will create on the positive side a fresh new attitude. Oh, absolutely. You'll see your life from an exalted position of faith and expectation. You just see it differently sure. when you put the Word of God in there. Sure. Uh, Isaiah 26, 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose, whose mind, mind is stayed upon you because he trusts in you. We trust in the Lord. Pray that all the time. Lord, my mind is stayed upon you. You'll yes, keep me in perfect hallelujah. peace. I keep my mind stayed on you, and you'll keep me in perfect peace. Oh, I Lord, trust yes. You. Help us recover lost brain cells and change the brain waves and, and get them in, in with you. And, and, that, and our, don't let our minds be like a mouse in a maze thinking the same things all the time. Help us break out and think like you know, God. Decades ago, I was in uh, Thailand. And uh, I had flown into Thailand, and I think I had my oldest son, Lynn, with me. Excuse me. And I think I had uh, maybe my younger brother, Bruce, with me. But uh, that's the first mission trip he'd ever taken. And uh, we flew into Thailand and hooked up with a missionary friend of, of mine and, and, uh, and also with a, with a local uh, minister that, who was Thai. And, uh, and then we went into Burma. Yes. And I won't say a lot about that because the, the ways we did it, uh, well, never mind. Um, some things, you know, we just can't always tell everything we did because uh, the bad guys are listening. Well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes be. they're not even bad. It's just that they're listening how you got into their country and <laughs> you weren't supposed to do that. But anyway, um, and so we were driving in, in this old Land Rover. And I mean, we were all crammed in there. That's a bunch of us crammed in there, mm. and uh, tr trying to, you know, we'd flown all night, and then we, then as soon as we got into Bangkok, we jumped into this Land Rover and took off. And so mm. we hadn't slept, and you know, our teeth hurt, and our hair hurt, and everything hurt. <laughs> and so we're all crunched in this old Land Rover, mm. and we've gotten in now into some back roads, uh, some thieves' roads, logging roads that the thieves had oh, cut into the right. jungle to steal teak wood, right. and and those are the roads we were on because we didn't want to be seen. And so uh, we're sitting there just bouncing along, bouncing along, holding ourselves, bouncing along. And, uh, and we crossed the same river trying to get to a tribe. Now, we're going to, we're going to minister to a oh tribe. Oh, my. We're going to minister to a tribe yes, that, yes. The, that the Burmese are actually attacking yes, and yes. killing. And uh, so we wanted to go minister to this tribe. The Lord had led us to minister to them. And so we had to cross the same river 27 Listen, times. 27, 27 times. 27 I don't mean on bridges. I mean down through the river. Uh, wow. And up the other side, 27 times the same river to get to where we're going. And so as we're wow. as we're going along, I'm sitting there trying to sleep, you know, and, and somebody's driving and and I'm trying to sleep. And, and so the car sputters and dies. 
And uh, and I'm just sitting there trying to get some sleep, and, and the, the driver and the missionary I was with, my friend, got out, and they, they raised the hood, and they were trying to figure out why the car wouldn't start. <laughs> they tried to start it over and over and over, and I'm still trying to sleep. What a predicament. And finally, and I'm hearing this, you know, even though I'm trying to sleep, and and so I'm hearing them talking, and, and I'm hearing them start the engine, and finally I said, hey, guys, don't, don't keep doing that. You're going to run the battery down. Right. We don't want to be out here in the middle of the jungle with a dead right. with a dead battery. And they Not said, good. "Well, we don't know what to do, Brother Terry." They said, "We don't we, we don't know what to do about this." And uh, I said, "Well, what's going on?" They said, "Well, the car just died." So we we're just driving along, and the car, car just died, and so we don't we don't know what to do. And I said, "Well, I do. I know what to do." I said, "I've got the mind of Christ. <laughs> Jesus knows what's going on. I, right. I let that same mind be in me that's also in Him." I have the wisdom of God. Yes. God knows how to fix this car. <laughs> and I said, let me deal with it. And so they said, really? You know, and of course, I'm the old guy, I guess. I, I was, uh, uh, I probably was in my 30s then, maybe, something like that. Yeah. And uh, so I get out, and they've got the hood raised already, you know, and, or, the, the, or the bonnet, if we're talking uh, Australia and Singapore and England. And so, and I just went around there. And I said, "I said, you know what's wrong with this thing?" They said, "No, of course we don't. That's why. That's why we're standing here." And I said, "Bad fuel. You've had bad fuel, and well, it's gotten into the fuel lines, and it's clogged up the fuel lines, so the engine can't get any gas." Wow. I hadn't done anything to it. I just know that, you know, by the Holy Ghost. Right. And uh, and I said. Uh, I said, yeah, I can fix this. I said, you got a screwdriver or something? And they, they said, yeah. And so so I took the fuel pump out. And uh, I took the fuel. In fact, I've got videos of this. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to find some video of this and uh, insert it in this, uh, in this film. But I've got videos of, of me and Lynn and, and uh, different friends of mine. I, I hesitate to, to to name my missionary friend, he doesn't like to be named all the time. When right. I when I tell these stories of us being where we weren't supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> you know, so so he's a good guy and a good friend, and I'm right. not leaving him out because I don't yeah. want you to know who right. he is. I'm leaving him sure. out because he doesn't want you to know who no. he is. Wisdom is and good. so uh, <laughs> so anyway, I just took the took the fuel pump out, right. and then took the fuel lines off, and uh, and I and I just dumped that fuel out of the fuel filter yeah. into my hand, and and like I said, I'm sure I've got video of this. Uh, you can just see the rocks and the dirt and the junk and the grunge in my hand. Oh, my. And then I took the fuel hose and sucked it out and spit it out and sucked it out and spit it out, and then I blew in it. And uh, and you can hear on, the, on that video, you can hear my missionary friend say, Terry, you really are a missionary. I didn't know you knew how to do all this stuff. But see, we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind anyway, of Anyway, I put Christ. it back together, and we started the car and took off and went before we were supposed to Hallelujah. Go. And uh, got in there that night in time to have serpent head soup. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, passing over a river 27 times to eat serpent head soup certainly wants you to think uh, higher thoughts for the next day. Oh, yeah. My little brother <laughs> sat next to me, and, he, and it was real dark in there. You couldn't see. And uh, he said, oh Terry, Terry, what is this? I said, hush, Bruce, just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. <laughs> don't look at it. Just eat it. <laughs> don't even look at it. Don't smell it if you don't have to. But anyway, see, it. we have the mind of we Christ. Have the God mind knows of how Christ. to fix airplanes. He knows you know, how to fix yes, cars. God will help He knows you. how to do all the this Lord kind of stuff. You. And he said, let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. And he said, uh, you know, you shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart all and all your, your all your soul and all your mind with all your strength, and that's the first commandment. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Luke twelve twenty nine. Seek not what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be of doubtful mind. 
Well. Boy, I tell you, I've been in some places. You've really had to live that one where out. Where they serve me some stuff, and I just yes. couldn't be of doubtful mind. No. <laughs> I, I couldn't be of doubtful mind. No, you, the, you know, this often, has to work on the mission field, not just in America. I've and often, this has to work I've in often tough wondered places. when I'm in Real these life. countries around the world, uh, and they feed me something that's just really, let's say, strange. <laughs> and I often wonder... Who thought eating this? Who thought up eating? <laughs> who who had the idea that you could eat this? Yeah, that this would be a good thing. You know, I yeah. always tell them, hey, I'm just a lowly old missionary. Just give me a back or a leg or something. I'm good. <laughs> no, Brother Terry, you're the, you're the man of God. You're the apostle. You get the best. It's kind of like the best by who's calibrated opinion. Yeah, right. Uh, but somehow, I guess there's a maybe there's a, a, a book written somewhere about third world menus. Um, because somehow or another, in every country I've ever been to that's a developing nation, a third world nation, they have the idea that the head of an animal is the best. Oh, my. Now, I've never thought the head of an animal was the best. Just give me a leg. Just give me a back. No, right. No, right. no, you get the head. So I've sat there so many times, they bring me a head of a goat or a head of a cow my or a head of a sheep or a head of a monkey or a head of whatever, and it's just sitting there on the table staring at me, and I'm sitting there staring at it. Finally, I reached over and, you know, rip a piece off its nose or whatever and eat it. But but I, I've often wondered, who thought you could bury an egg for a thousand years and dig enough and eat it? <laughs> oh, I tell well, you, What about you the know. Japanese? That, that You go in a Japanese restaurant and, and it'll tell you that the chef has had so many months of cooking the blowfish, which right. is poisonous sometimes. Poisonous, yes. Uh, but he's had so many months since the last person died. And I always think... Hey, oh when the my. first person died, why don't you quit? Yeah, that's right. Who thought up you could eat this fish that right. kills people? No, that's right. That's oh, let's right. try it again. Maybe it won't kill me this time. Well, you know, anyway, all, the, we gotta go. all the more reason to have higher thinking. So we we think higher up on the food chain, literally, than some of the things that have that are served uh, in different places. But you know, even in today's society, uh, I'm glad we ended on this because praying over your food, thinking higher thoughts, believing God for your health all the time. This is going to take a higher standard of thinking that we're not going to live low like everybody else. You don't have to go buy uh, the cold medicine when it's on sale in the summer, so you'll have it in the winter. You need to think higher up on the food chain by just these very thoughts. Our time is gone for today. You can find us at terrymize.com, YouTube, Terry Mize Ministries, and anywhere there's a podcast available, you can do that. And then Terry and I want to always remind you that you are more than, more than conquerors. conquerors. God bless you.